a photo of a Los Angeles man drinking from a stainless steel bottle. Having rejected any further use of disposable water bottles because of the toxins they leak into the water they contain. On the bottom half of the page is the section's frequent credits and debits cartoon. Today's depicting an energetic woman busily pushing along a shopping cart into which she is placing items that she has selected from a bin having a rather large sign that reads, Very Locally Grown Produce. Within the past couple of months, quality and quantity have been dancing together in a manner previously unnoticed by many of us on the left side of the Atlantic. Energy costs coupled with recent natural disasters in the nation's heartland have just about all of us exercising considerable thought about how we are spending our money relative to what we are getting for the expenditure. When my girlfriend and I were on the other side of the Atlantic last month, we couldn't help but notice once again, as we have on every excursion we've made to the continent and to the British Isles over the years, the importance that is placed everywhere on local agriculture. Whether at our first stop in Westerwald, Germany, at my cousin's places with their robust kitchen gardens, or the small garden plots with accompanying cottages that we saw at the outskirts of major cities throughout Germany and Belgium and the Netherlands while approaching by train, locally grown produce was ubiquitous and much practiced. Tom Atwell, house and garden section editor and longtime writer for the Maine Sunday Telegram, wrote in his column yesterday, A garden is never complete. I'm usually quick to take issue with the word never, but I like Tom, and I also believe that one's garden is also a work in progress. The word garden in English came from the Middle English garden, with an I, and before that from the Old North French hardin, and before that from gart of Old High German. It derives from the root word ger, meaning to grasp, to enclose, giving rise to related words such as girdle and girth and yard, along with the word hanger, with two A's, from the old French angard, which means shelter, a hangar then being a shelter for airplanes. What then of gardens that don't have fences or other obvious means of enclosure, such as the garden my girlfriend and I had years ago down in Bucksport on a hilly embankment of the eastern channel of the Penobscot River? Well, is that when the garden as an enclosed and a girded space becomes a matter of imagination, its ambiance in itself providing all the protection the garden needs? Perhaps and perhaps not, depending upon the location and its other considerations. This year, for the first time in many years, I've been protecting my garden from the deer who would otherwise ruin it. We'll see how well things turn out come autumn. After all, it's a work in progress. For more on Maine, have a great day.